We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Lindsey? I'm great. It's Thursday. We've been wanting to talk about this game for a while. I didn't have it circled on the calendar because there were so many games in 2022 that were going to be must-watch games and even 2023 because you get the Bills game on January 2nd. But we knew this was going to be a huge, huge matchup. What I love about it is they're talking. They're fired up. They're ready to go. Not a whole lot of talking, but just a few here and there. Everybody knows what happened um, if you were living under a rock and you didn't have social media. Justin Reed, uh, safety for the Chiefs, who wasn't on the team last year. So really important. Tyron Matthew replacement, basically. Yeah. Yeah, which they t- I think Jamar Chase got him fired pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I know that they, they I think they wanted to extend him and then they just couldn't meet, um, get a deal. And obviously he went to New Orleans, went back home to Louisiana. But at the same time, uh, he was talking, talking to the locker room. That happens. Guys are hyped up. A lot of people love that confidence going into a matchup. When you play defense, you think about this team that you're going to face. And I'm sure he's heard a lot about this matchup. He knows what happened last season with Kansas City, even though he wasn't on the roster. And he just messes up a quote terribly like he just goes off on different players not knowing who they are calling somebody who's not even on the roster in Cincinnati tries to clarify it the reporter says a name and he just goes with it and then um and then it was kind of a little bit of a social media drama what was some of the Bengals wide receivers and DJ reader seeing it later (laughs) yeah um players and coaches they're more likely to know the number of opposing players and they are the names. So I think that's where the issue started where he was watching film. Probably, you know, there's possibly he just doesn't, but um, he calls the right number. He says 88 and he's a safety. So he's going to line up over a tight end. He's not lining up or or these outside wide receivers pretty much ever. If he does something went wrong. Um, So he says 88 and then he says Higby. And I don't know why he says Higby as if that's, He's never been on the Bengals. But anyway, he clearly means a tight end. But then the reporter just in in an act of clickbait says Higgins. And because he's struggling with an H name, he meets Hayden Hurst. And there's there's a case the reporter made the honest mistake. I thought you meant Higgins. He didn't. But But then Justin Reed just rolls with it. And he says Higgins is soft, not a good blocker, which... That would be the most deranged trash talk of a wide receiver. That a wide receiver is not a good blocker. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. That's my kind of thought. It's just like, yeah, there's like some good blocking wide receivers. Who cares? But to a tight end, that's an actual insult. So, again, he meant the tight end. He meant Hayden Hurst. And he actually clarified on Twitter he meant Hurst. But I just think it's hilarious. The reporter got an entire story that probably got thousands of views just because he suggested Higgins and then wrote about how he said he's going to shut down T Higgins. Well, there was a reason he linked his story at the bottom of the tweet. Oh yeah. It was immediate. Like, I mean, and he was just going all with it. Like, yeah, that's what he meant. I mean, but you know, I don't know for me personally, I'd probably delete the tweet because I wouldn't want to look like that person that had the whole entire Spreading player wrong. misinformation on the internet. 
but hey, he got his quote tweets. Um, what I what I semi liked about it because I thought about it. I'm like, look, you're not going to see Joe Burrow. You're not going to see Patrick Mahomes uh, going at it on Twitter or anything like that. Joe Burrow actually said that uh, Patrick Mahomes is the best right now, and and I would agree. And in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes is playing like the I mean, best. Does Burrow have any beef with? Any quarterback, like I know the Bengals fans have beef with every other elite quarterbacks fans because they spend all day debating that. But I don't think Joe Burrow actually has any beef no, with another quarterback. Has- like I'm waiting for the moment where he, they ask him about somebody and he goes like, "Well, he's just not very good" or something like that. So like, oh, there's somebody, there's somebody out there he doesn't like. <laughs> But that's what I kind of like about Jamar Chase, and he didn't say that about Patrick Mahomes. But Jamar Chase has this confidence where he says it. And sometimes he'll have a little laugh with it, or he just says it, and it's very casual. He said it in his uh, press conference. They had him at the podium, which I thought was a very big deal for the Bengals media to put him at the podium. Normally, they are in the locker room unless you are the quarterback or the head coach on the Wednesday press conference day. And obviously, everybody wanted to talk to Jamar Chase. He's back. He's back at practice. He was limited last week, still limited as of Thursday to be determined if he goes against the Kansas City Chiefs, but all eyes are pointing on his return being that game, is uh, one of the reporters asked him a question, and they said, do you feel like you can be your explosive self again? And he goes, I'm going to stop you right there. And uh, he said, you know, hell yeah, I'm going to be explosive. I'm going to be I'm going to be just fine um, and just has that confidence about him. Well, Jamar sees this on social media from Justin Reed, and he said in the locker room today he he wouldn't have said anything, but it was the whole going to shut down everyone out there when he hears that from from a defender on the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, he, he just kind of had fun with it on social media. Uh, it went back and forth just a little bit. Tyler Boyd goes in there, throws a skunk in a, in a smiley face emoji. DJ all, the, all those meant stink. Uh, I just want to clarify. I think some people thought that the tuna in a can one meant um, – a, 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 a soft, uh, uh, but not in a good way. <laughs> you know, like a like, like a, a derogatory term for that. They all meant stink. They they, yeah. they all meant that he stinks. The skunk means he stinks. I just want to clarify emoji gate there. There was a lot of people googling what everything meant. <laughs> Tuna what the players yeah. were saying, and um, yes, no, I don't. I think that they were. You know, they were obviously just going back, having a little fun there. And the thing is, if I'm Joe Burrow. Joe's not, again, Joe Burrow's not reading or seeing any of this. He's probably having a good laugh about it. I'm going to Hayden Hurst that first ball. I'm going to Hayden Hurst right down. I'm just, where, wherever he is, I'm going to him. And, and Funny, I, just, I think I'd run. I think I would see? run and try to get somebody uh, blocking on Reed. I if I it. if I cared about the whole comment, in they might not. They that stuff doesn't really, you know, into your game plan how your offense is going to look. You want to score points, so whoever's mm-hmm. open, that's who you're going to go to when it comes to Zach Taylor, Brian Callahan, Joe Burrow. But um, I just think of that because uh, he said he's not a blocker, and I was like, okay, so like have a play in there. I don't know something. I don't. You have to understand that Reed might not even be in the box, so my strategy might be terrible. <laughs> he might be way back there as a single high seat to say, all right, well, nobody's blocking him on this one. I guess we're just running a run player. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think, like, you run two tight ends, and then you run, like, a, a duo or um, some type of play where you're going to try to get your tight end blocking downfield maybe onto Justin Reed. And I just think that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun to be like, okay, he's not a blocker. Let's see what happens. I I love everything about it because it reminds me when I was growing up, Chad Johnson was on the team 
And the Bengals were finally good again. For a lot of people, they were terrible in the 90s. Everybody remembers when they were in the Super Bowl uh, late in the 80s. I I don't. <laughs> but uh, but in the 2000s, they started to get better when Marvin Lewis took over and Carson Palmer was here and Chad Johnson. And Chad Johnson would talk. And he was a talker. I mean, Twitter wasn't a big thing, or I don't even think it was actually created when he was here, or that would have been a whole nother uh, fun social media platform for Chad Johnson to have. And it kind of just gave me that vibe again, where I loved it. I loved the confidence. Believe me, I, I take the Bengals playmakers over, sorry, Kansas City, your defenders as of now. We'll get to our, our prediction preview, all of that later in the podcast. But I, I love that Jamar Chase sees that. And I trust his confidence. It's fun to watch him on the field. He's proven against this defense what he can do. And um, I think he can talk the talk back if he would like to. And it's just kind of fun to have that guy again. He's not Chad Johnson the way he talked, but but I liked it. My favorite moment of this whole thing, Hayden Hurst responded. We can talk about that too. Yeah. My favorite moment of the entire beef is what uh, I'm, I'm checking real quick. Clemson and South Carolina played, and I think South Carolina won. Yep, that's what happened. Right? Okay. And uh, T. Higgins, in one of the greatest moments of <laughs> what, circumstance, like, what he's, were the chances? he's just doing his interview and Hayden Hurst gives him the South Carolina jersey because that was like their bet. And I mean, maybe they're playing into, into it a tiny bit, but I was just like, that's the guy he mistaked, uh, that the reporter mistaked that justin reed meant and then that's the guy that justin reed meant when he was saying all this so it's just hilarious that it looks like t higgins is like going to war for hayden hurst by getting the jersey and it's like i think this was all circumstantial well it did make headlines and t wore the jersey in the locker room for a little while while he's playing uh ping pong and everything and he just kept it on but i do love that because they were just going about it as the day that he exchanged the jersey because the players do that. If I think it's true. I think that is what happened. Yeah, but but I but I I love that it happened today. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. That like the circumstances of it that they did it today. And yes, there's a chance that it is that they are playing into a tiny bit. But I was just like they were gonna do this anyway. So yeah, they like, were. it's just funny that it happened today. Hayden Hurst's response I thought was uh fine. It was, it was pretty I'd be I'd feel mildly intimidated. <laughs> I mean, Hayden Hurst compared to Reed. I'm sorry. I, I would take, I take Hayden. What's did the, you see what's what the Hayden size Hurst did? Hayden Hurst is actually a decent size. He just has short arms. But, but I think you, you, you talk about that block and Hayden Hurst just comes off a game where he just had a really intense block in the Titans game. And I'm like, oh, play that on loop to, to <laughs> say this guy can't block. <laughs> Hayden Hurst is six foot four, 250 pounds, and Justin Reed is six foot one, 207 pounds. All right. You get three inches, even though that they do kind of um, their heights are a little bit. I feel like they give them a little extra height on those websites. So you don't think he's six four in shoes In shoes. You're right. In shoes, he's okay. probably six four. Is Wait, Reed maybe. is Reed six one? You could say that. And I believe there's a, a range of fights. I don't think you could tell me he's six three. And I don't think you could tell me he's five ten. I believe six one. <laughs> I haven't watched much. He used to play for the he played for the Texans the last like four years. I watched him like his second season, rookie season, because he was pretty good. And yeah. then nobody watched the Texans after that because they were abysmal, especially on defense. And then he goes to KC. I just haven't really I don't have that much time anymore, so I don't watch too many other teams. And I was I haven't watched Justin Reed. I assume he's still decent. I don't know. <laughs> he's not a star. Let me ask you this because 
it's just it's it's crazy out there in the streets of Twitter. And there are people who from both sides, but but you really just kind of hear from the Kansas City side that they've had this game circled. And I think that is a compliment to the Cincinnati Bengals. This team that will tell you that they've been to the AFC championship four straight times had you circled on their calendar for this game. You hear from the rivalry, the the Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow 2-0 against Patrick Mahomes, even though wins aren't a quarterback stat. Is this a rivalry now? Yeah, but the physical rivalry me is still the Titans and Bengals out of the division. Division is just a bloodbath at all times. Yeah. It's at varying levels. It's not 2015 level. Um, but I think this is a rivalry, right? Because you don't lose to a team twice in one year, including losing your trip to the Super Bowl, when I'm sure a team that went to the Super Bowl two straight years thought they were destined to just go right back. It reminds me a little bit of like when the Lakers had Kobe and Shaq, and you just thought every year, oh, they're going to win the final or something, and then the Spurs beat them one year, and then that becomes like a thing, and the Kings always lost to them. <laughs> that was a thing. But I don't know. It reminds me of like those NBA rivalries where – yeah, like the the Chiefs in this scenario are the Lakers. Although, if the Bengals are the Kings, they actually went to the championship. That's cool. I don't. It's not a one to one comparison, but they think they're going every year. Like that, we've got Mahomes. We've got we had Tyreek Hill. We have Travis Kelsey. We've got Andy Reid, and then they lose, and like that's going to make them very upset. And they didn't even get to the Super Bowl. And you would think that the whole season last year would have been a revenge for them because they got their. They got they got they lost pretty bad in the last Super Bowl they they were playing in and look they do have a ring they do have a Lombardi and that's something that Cincinnati does not have um, I don't think they're a dynasty yet but they are oh, no, they won one Super Bowl Let's, but you know you like, know that dynasty talk you know if, it's if you, the Eagles beat the Patriots are they a dynasty no no <laughs> back, back in back in like two thousand five I want to say. Testing my knowledge here of the 2000 Super Bowls. All right, you talk. I am going to figure this out. I will say this. If the Bengals beat the Chiefs again, I think at some point, if it's a rivalry, the other team has to win a game at some point. Oh, wow. I think the Titans game is a rivalry because of just how physical and angry those the, that the, both sides are getting. You know what's the funniest thing? I know we're running out of time in this first segment. The funniest thing to me about these rivalries is the guy who was like audibly upset about the Titans game was Ted Karras, who wasn't a part of the, the game. And then the guy who's stirring the pot for the Chiefs is Justin Reed, who wasn't there last year. It's like these new additions are coming in. They're just kind of like adding to the flames of the rivalry. Like you would think these guys are like, no, I don't care about that. I wasn't here, dude. But they're they're the ones who are stirring the pot. Like, it Well, it reminds me of Lyle Collins at training camp. Remember when they were- Oh, with the Rams? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you weren't even here for the Super Bowl. That one actually worked going backwards because I guess him and um, Leonard Floyd had beef last year when they played uh, like a training camp thing together. They they were fighting and stuff. So I think he just doesn't like Leonard Floyd. That, that's totally fine. That's, that's totally <laughs> fine. But no, I, I I like it. But but I, I, I just have that to say. I, I think there is something with the Titans right now and Titans fans feel yeah. exactly how Kansas City did. And it's very wild how all this worked because it went just like that last year in the playoffs. Cincinnati beats the Titans. They upset the number one seed. And then the very next week, they have to play the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's just really weird how that deja vu is uh, in the regular season right now. And we're seeing that again with this matchup. But uh, there's still plenty to talk 
talk about actually several questions I want to get to in the mailbag and then we'll get to our prediction of this huge game at Paycor Stadium Cincinnati playing four of the next six at home next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.